timidity, but a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. Good morning. Good morning. It is uh, good to be here. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I've had this summer to be with you. Uh, let's see if I can get this clicker to work. There we go. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for the experience I've been able to have, for the relationships I've been able to form with some of you, not all of you, because of the circumstances that we're in. Um, but I'm thankful for uh, just all the blessings that I've been able to get from this summer. Uh, I want to start off by asking you a question. What are you fearful of? Clowns come to mind. Maybe there's some of you out there that are like, oh, get that off the screen, I will. Maybe it's snakes. Maybe snakes are what you're scared of. I know I don't want to be around that rattlesnake. Maybe spiders. Or maybe uh, heights. This is a, uh, an old fire tower that I found last summer. And needless to say, there wasn't very many uh, steps that were still in a good condition. So I was going up to the top, and I get to the top, and you see I'm... I got the death grip on there, and I'm standing on a beam of metal about this big. That's pretty scary. Maybe public speaking is something that you're scared of. That's one of the number one fears that we have to deal with. I'm dealing with it right now a little bit, but that's all right. There's a lot of things that we have to deal with in life. Fear is something that we're all having to, to deal with right now in this time of the coronavirus. Uh, we've got so many things that we don't know what they're going to look like. We're starting back school this week and next, and we don't know if it's going to be something that really is difficult for a lot of us. We don't know um, if we're going to have to shut down worship again. We don't know so many things. And there's a lot of fears that we have and that we're dealing with. Um, in a world of difficulty, how are we supposed to live fearlessly? Uh, the verse that was read this morning, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Uh, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Uh, this is I was reading this verse as, preparing, as I was preparing for this lesson, and I saw these three things, power, love, and self-control. And I thought about them, and I realized that these three things, once we look at them and once we apply them to our lives, can really help us as we try to live a fearless Christian life. So I want us to look at these three things, power, love, and self-control this morning. First, we have power. What do you think of when you think of power? I was, I was able to go to Yellowstone National Park a few weeks ago with my family. Uh, and I got to see these grizzly bears. Now those animals are very powerful. That's for sure. Uh, maybe you think of rushing water. You know, we have the Pickwick Dam right down the road that, was able to, that is able to generate electricity through water. Maybe you think of a storm. This area of the world has been uh, impacted a lot by storms that we have uh, around. Then there's been a lot of damage. Storms are very powerful. Maybe you think of a sports car, a Corvette. These things are very powerful, and they're, I like them a lot. Or maybe if you're even more like me, you think of this, a 50 caliber. I like guns, but a 50 caliber is very powerful. Or maybe you think of something as simple as light bulbs that, that we don't always pay attention to and we don't always realize that are there, but they are very powerful and they allow us to do so many things that we wouldn't be able to do otherwise. We like power. Power is defined as the 
uh, the capacity or the ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. We want power because it gives us the ability to change things for them to work out for our own agendas. How many times do we, uh, we go about our lives and we have everything planned out? We have all the things that we want to do uh, set in place and then life hits. Uh, right now, life has hit. All the regular things that we do and the regular things that we had planned are now scattered to the wind. What do we do? Well, when we start to lose control, we can become fearful. The best thing about the Christian life is that we serve a God who is powerful. We serve a God who has used His power to, uh, to save us. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. We serve a God who has provided a way for everyone to be saved. As you look throughout the Old Testament, you see a lot, a lot of times where the people of Israel uh, have forsaken what God has told them to do. They have started to follow other idols and they end up paying for it. Uh, they would either um, get defeated in battle or maybe they were taken into captivity, but they had to pay for it because they quit following God. In every one of those circumstances that we see, their only, the only way for them to, find, uh, to be saved was to turn back to God. And that, that is the same for us as well. Uh, in all these circumstances that um, the Israelites turned away from God, when they turned back to Him, they were able to find salvation. See, God has the power to save us if we turn to Him. Secondly, God's power shows that He is the one that is in control. So many times in our lives, uh, we want control. We want that power. Now, I think about a remote control. Uh, you're sitting in the living room, and there's the dad, the mom, and then the kids. And dad's got the remote. The kids want to watch Disney Channel or something. Mom wants to watch Hallmark. Hallmark. But dad has the remote, so we're watching baseball. You know, you think about uh, how many fights have been caused over a remote control in the living room. Uh, everybody wants to have the remote control. Everybody wants to be in control and do what they want to do. Uh, I think about Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 33. And it says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is today alive, and tomorrow was thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious. What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. We have to realize that we are not the ones in control. The first step to beating fear is realizing that. Realizing that God is the one in control and He's going to take care of us. So oftentimes, uh, we're tempted to worry 
and we're tempted to, um, to think about the things that we want to do and if our, our way isn't going how we want it to, we get, uh, we get scared, we get uncomfortable, we get nervous, but we have to realize that God is in control and that God has a plan and His plan is greater than ours. Um, lastly, God wins. Uh, God has won with His power. We serve a God who is very powerful and His power has been able to overcome all the power of sin. Uh, I think about um, Revelation chapter 21, verses 1-4. through Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be His people and God Himself will be with them as their God who will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. God has used His power to defeat Satan and to give us this opportunity to live in heaven. He's going to take away all the fears of our lives. He's going to take away all the hardships that we're going through and He's going to allow us to be with Him someday. So power is something that, uh, that God has an abundance of. So much that we can't even understand. But His power has given us uh, an ability to live a fearless life because we know that um, He is going to take away all of, our, all of our fears and that He is in control. Secondly, uh, God's love. God's love can give us the, um, the ability to be fearless. I think about... Um, Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8 says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare to even die. But God shows His love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We have a God whose love was so good, or so great for us, that He sent His own Son and sacrificed Him for us. Even though we... Uh, oftentimes messed up. Every day, we do something that we wish we wouldn't. We do something that goes against His law and His will for our lives. But, in, but He still sent His Son and sacrificed Him for us, for me and for you. And that is so great. Uh, Christ went to the cross for you and me and He took away all of our wrongdoings and all of our sin and provides us an escape. We've been loved uh, so great. And, and God has, has des- we have deserved eternal uh, destruction in hell, but God has shown us this love which gives us, um, which gives us salvation. Not only did God show us love, He showed us perfect love. First John chapter 4, verses 16-18 through 18 says, So we have come to know and to believe that the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God and God in Him. By this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as He is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. Uh, God has given us perfect love through His Son, Jesus. Uh, we, we know this and we see this in the, in the Bible that Jesus showed self-control, like what Dustin was saying. And He... He did what nobody, nobody expected Him to do. He sat quietly and He died for you and for me. And He gives us salvation. And salvation from what we totally deserved. Uh, and we have, He has shown us this perfect love and that casts out fear. But He has shown us this perfect love 
And now we have to replicate that love to others. Um, Jesus has, has taken away our fears, but we have to show other people that same love. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. We have to replicate the same love that Jesus had for us to other people. Once we truly let uh, this, use the same love that Jesus had on us, on other people, once we truly uh, tap into the love of Christ, we can live a fearless life. And we can show other people the same way, or the same fearless life that we are living. Lastly, we have self-control. Uh, self-control is something that is hard to, is hard to do. Hard to deal with. Um, the definition is the ability con to control oneself, in particular one's emotions and desires, or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. Now that's kind of a difficult uh, um, definition to understand, first of all, so I did it in my own words. I said self-control is being able to control the way that we express our desires and emotions, even uh, when we're in difficult situations. Uh, self-control is something that's hard to practice. Very, very hard to practice. I think about chips and salsa. This is kind of a joke that Dustin and I have from this summer. We go and we eat Mexican a lot and you sit down and they put these chips and salsa right in front of you and man, I just eat them. I eat them even when I don't even want them. I eat them until we leave. It's just they keep refilling and they just keep giving it to you and you just keep taking. You know, Self-control is something that's hard for us to practice. Uh, we, we have things in our lives that we want to do and we just keep doing it. We want to eat chips and salsa, we're going to just going to keep eating chips and salsa. Self-control. What does it do? Uh, it's important and we know we're supposed to have it, but what does it do? Well, self-control creates a strong foundation. Self-control is important for us to have. A foundation, when you think about that, it is so important. Uh, you think of a house with a bad foundation, it doesn't have a very good future. A house that with, with a bad foundation is going to look like this. It's going to crumble. What does your foundation look like? Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27 says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rains blew... And the, or the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Our foundation is key. You think about this story in the Bible, and we sing the VBS song, uh, but it's so important. It's so important that we understand that our foundation is key. And how do we have a solid foundation? We have to practice self-control. How, how does your foundation look like today? What have you done to uh, use the self-control that you've had to build a foundation that's based on Jesus? See, the storms of life are going to come. Uh, right now, we're in a storm. Right now, we are uncertain of tomorrow. We're uncertain of all the things that are going on around us. How in the world do we stay fearless? Well, we have a solid foundation. We have a foundation that's built on Christ, and we have a foundation that is strong. See, so many times in our lives, we have these things that we, that we tend to lean on. We, 
we like to uh, we like to put a lot of emphasis on sports. And now we see that sports were canceled for all this time. We like to put emphasis on so many things in our lives that can be gone in a second and in an instant. Our foundation can so easily be put on things that aren't that important and that aren't going to going to last. If we put our foundation on Christ, then we'll have not only a lot of blessings that come from that, but we will have a great life. Fear is something that we're all dealing with. School is going to be difficult to deal with in the next coming weeks. Uh, fear is something that it's hard to stay away from, but we know that God is in control. Uh, his power has been victorious over sin. He has shown us His love by sending His Son. And the perfect love uh, that Jesus displayed has allowed us to be saved from our sins. Our society would be totally different if we replicated that love in our lives, but it takes self-control to get there. This morning I ask you, what does your foundation look like? What is your greatest fear? See, the greatest fear that we should have should be the fear of losing our souls. Our soul is the most important thing that we have, and if we don't have a foundation that's built on Christ, we're going to lose our souls. And that's terrifying to think about. So many times we have fears on things and the things of this world and they're so temporary and they don't, uh, they don't hold any value when you think about the span of eternity. But our souls are completely dependent on our foundation in Christ. And that our souls will impact us for all of eternity. Our souls are so important to get right. To have a right foundation is so important. Will you choose to let go of fear to obey and to live a Christian life. See, with God's power, God's love, and some self-control on our part, we can take away all the fears that we have. And that's such a, that's such a great blessing of being a Christian. Maybe this morning you're thinking about this and you've been scared and you need help and you need prayers. We would love to pray for you. We would love to help you. We have a, um, an opportunity to, to put on Christ in baptism, to become fearless, to live a life that uh, doesn't have to worry about the things of today. It doesn't have to worry about the problems that we go through, but we can live a life that is waiting for eternity with God and that lives a life who shows other people that we have that same blessing as well. If we can do anything to help you make that decision this morning, please come as we stand and sing. Love that goes from east to west and runs as deep as it is wide. You know all our hopes.